Hey, hey, hey. hey. hey What's going you, on? Sir? What's going on? Hey, good, everyone. I want to welcome you to this week's episode of Frankly Speaking. I'm your host, T. Hart. And this week, we're going to have a special guest with us, a longtime friend, compadre, and a fellow podcaster. Uh, go by Teddy Box. Teddy, won't you introduce yourself? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's funny to hear you call me that since we already know we part of TNT, the explosive <laughs> group. <laughs> uh, you know, it's good to talk to everybody on uh, uh, Frankly Speaking. Uh, uh, like he said, we go way back. It's almost 20 years now. Uh, I go by Teddy Box. Some may even call me Mr. Teddyism. Uh, um, it's just a pleasure to be on a podcast where I can be a guest and not someone that's doing the introduction, uh, especially on a podcast where someone already knows me to the T. I put it like that. <laughs> no pun intended. Knows to the T. <laughs> knows to the T. All right. Well, uh, what we're going to do this week, we got a few segments we want to get into. Um First thing we're going to talk about this week is going to be the NBA. We're going to try to break down the NBA playoffs the best we can. Uh, we're probably going to speak on Lamar Jackson a little bit, and we're going to talk about the MVP race. We'll just see if time permits. We're just going to just go and freestyle until we get tired, and then we'll call it a night. All right, so guys, sit back, enjoy the ride, and uh, I guess we'll dive into this. Daddy, what I what I'll do, I'll just read a matchup to you, and we'll just go there. Um, what I want to start out with is Dallas and Utah. Um, they split the series, the season series between the two was split two to two. And I think the elephant in the room this year is Luca, or this this for this playoff series. Excuse me, is Luca Doncic left calf strain? Um, everybody knows Luca is the focal point of that team. But they do have a few nice pieces. Uh, what do you think about that Dallas and Utah series? How do you think it's going to shake out? I think it falls into what you said. It depends on how healthy Luka is. They can probably win probably one or two games, but I don't think they can win that series without Luka because they need Luka to win that series. Uh, Luka is starting to be injury prone, not a lot. But he's starting to be injury prone at times because he stayed hurt quite a bit lately. So I think he needs to do a little working out during the offseason to keep his body in shape. Right. I agree with that. A lot of the things, if you notice that one of the narratives that is always being preached about Luca at the beginning of the season is that he always comes in out of shape. You know, he's always he got to work his way into shape. And he, he already looked like he got a dad bod. He's just kind of slow motion, you know, that'll just European carefree. Uh, but he got a thousand moves, man. He reminds me of like old Kevin McHale from Boston. He just he, he got all kind of tricks of the trade, you know, as far as the dribbling and the pump fakes and things like that. And he's a shot maker. And that's what that's what I said. You know, when I seen him, I said, man, he looked like a young Larry Bird with Kevin McHale moves. And Dirk Nowinski's shot, because that's exactly. why I seen it. And I also uh, uh, throw it in like a a, a a lot of the younger folks may not remember like a Drazen Petrovic, because he moves oh, kind of yeah. like Drazen did. Yeah. And uh, 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 oh boy, Pedro Stojakovic, you know, because Luca is uh, like a combination of all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think if he plays, then Dallas Dallas can win that series because 
struggles with injuries theirself. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's what they do, man. Um, and I can't even put my thumb on Utah. I, I, I think to me they traded away that big Australian guy, Joe Ingles, and I think he might have been the backbone of their team because they had they don't even look the same without Joe Ingles. Ingles, he's from Australia. Because um, didn't he get rid of like, Bajanovich first? I think Bajanovich had, but, is still there. Because they had uh, they had somebody else with Joe Ingles. Uh, they got rid of because they traded somebody else. I, 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 but I start with a B. It was like last year. Then they got rid of Ingles this year because he was hurt. Right. Because I, I mean, can't remember was, that other guy name they got rid of. Team. I, mean, I don't know. We have to look into it. I don't, my but I I remember Ingles got hurt this year and they got yeah. rid of him. And it was shocked. I, I mean, he was shocked that he got traded for sure. He was definitely shocked. Sh- shocked. I'm sorry. Um, well, we'll look into it, but I don't see, I don't just don't think the Utah Jazz got enough to, to compete with Dallas at the end of the day. I mean, it's, it's going to be a good series. It, and like you said earlier, if Luka is a, anywhere close to 100%, they got a great chance of winning that series. I actually, I would predict them to win that series, actually. That's what I do. So let's look at the next series, and this is going to be an exciting series, I think. Uh, the winner from last night, actually. Men- Memphis, Grizzly, and Minnesota Timberwolves. And us being, well, I'm in Texas, and you're in some parts unknown in the country. Uh, <laughs> like old wrestling, whereabouts unknown. But it's... Uh, <laughs> But we don't get to see Minnesota on TV a lot. They don't get a lot a lot of games on TV. And so You're right. last night when I was watching them, that was my first time really seeing them. And they have a really good core uh, of young guys on their team. They really do. And they, I don't know. I'm surprised. What do you think? I've I've watched uh, several games of theirs this year. Uh, they, they got a nice mixture. Pat Beverly really helps them out. Uh, because I remember Pat Bell, he's an Arkansas guy for one. But I remember Pat Bell for when he was with Houston. He did his part for Houston. Then Houston got rid of him. He went to the Clippers. He did his part for the Clippers. Now he's taking that leadership to Minnesota. I still right. think Minnesota needs one or two more pieces. I'm kind of glad they won last night because I was pulling for them because I wanted to see them in Memphis because those are two teams nobody really cares about. Mm-hmm. But now that they're both winning and they're in, they mm-hmm. the NBA can't shine away from okay, uh, let's not look at them because now they're in. Right. And since the I Lakers agree. are eliminated, we can't see any more Lakers games because they was losing. So now you don't have no other choice but to show <laughs> the teams now. Exactly. And hey, like I said, like you said, I mean, it's just gonna be an exciting series. And you can't talk Memphis without saying John Morant. Really and truly, he's a headline stealer. But one of the weird things this year the, of the games missed from John Morant, the Memphis Grizzlies went 21-2 and two without him. So that lets you know they got a good squad. They really do. And um, that, that dude's something else. What do you think? That's impressive. Mm-hmm. That's real impressive. Right. It is. I like It's unbelievable. So and Before we move on, the thing about John Morant, I'm glad he's starting to come into his own 
And he doesn't just want to dunk on everybody. He also starting to show his shooting skills and his point guard skills too, because I think it was last year. The only thing I really saw from him is he went to dunk and embarrassing everybody. Now it's he's actually breaking ankles and he's actually showing, hey, I'm John Morant. I'm not Allen Iverson. I'm not Derrick Rose. I'm John Morant. He's mm-hmm. being the first John Morant. And that's what I like about, uh, well, what we do is we say, hey, that's the first John Morant. That's not Allen Iverson. That's not the second coming to this. We were like, no, that's John Morant. And so we give credibility to where credibility is at. Right. All right. And just think of this. Think of that uh, 2018, I believe, draft class where Zion Williamson went one, John Morant went two, Zion Williams went one to New Orleans, John went two to Memphis, and R.J. Barrett went three to New York. Just think <laughs> what New Orleans brass is thinking right now. They could have had that energy that John Morant is holding. Because Zion don't like he want to be in New Orleans anyway. But Minnesota and Memphis, they did split the series two to two, so that's going to be an interesting matchup. I think Memphis is going to pull it out <laughs> simply yeah. because they got they got better coaching. Uh, and I just don't think Minnesota is ready. But then again, Minnesota could sneak up on us and, you know, pull it out. But I think Memphis could go six games. Well, I'm, you know, I'm going to tell you something I'm going to look for in that series. Just telling you. And you kind of alluded to it earlier. Patrick Beverly on John Morant. I think he can irritate him enough. But that's Because if you look at Patrick Beverly, the stat line, it's going to be like two points, three rebounds, whatever, you know. But his stuff is not measured in numbers. He gets in that guy's head. He gets all charges and tech. He's just an irritant. And I want to see what John Morant going to do in that situation because I guarantee you they're going to end up with Beverly on John Morant for a lot of part of the game. And that will be the smart move too because you're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat Bev don't care about no texts, no files, no nothing because his job is to make sure the number one player is agitated and frustrated. Right, and he does a great job at that. All right, let's move on to uh, – can, can we talk about somebody named you just called up for a second? Who is that? Zion Williams. Oh, Zion. Do, do we have time to talk about that? Yes, sir. What you got with Zion? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hate to say it, but actually, I don't hate to say it. It's it's because you know, uh, don't need one of us get paid by the people to talk about uh, what right. we're supposed to talk about. We talk about what we want to talk about. I think Zion Williams is a bust early on in his career, and he's doing it to himself because he's used to getting what he wants mm-hmm. and people saying, "Hey, you're doing this, you're doing a great job." But I think he's wasting potential, right? Uh, and-, and he's been wasting potential from uh, since he started getting fanfare from ESPN mm-hmm. all the way up to when New Orleans drafted him because he's been hurt since last year. Right. And he's not really working out to help himself stay in healthy shape. He's pretty much becoming an Anthony Davis too. Mm-hmm. I think um, you know how some kids, they grow too fast. And the yeah. body, you know, and I think he may have been one of those guys. Not only is he going, growing vertically, he's growing outwardly as well. So he's putting on a lot of weight. And it's hard to move 280 up in the air that many times. Your knees can't take all that pressure. And I think the That's same true. thing with Anthony Davis. You know, Anthony Davis had like a record 12-inch. He's like he grew a foot, but 
in, in one summer between sophomore and junior year of high school. And I think that's he why point he, guard. Right. He was point guard in high school. He was like six one when he was a freshman. And now he's a seven footer. So within four years he grew nine inches or more. And it's crazy. It, um you're right. I think Zion one, he didn't want to be in New Orleans because I think he came in there, like you said, with so many people in his ear. He was focused on his brand from the beginning, and he hadn't even put in the work on the court yet to see his results. You know, he was already a brand. You know, he was trying to decide what shoe, remember? he was. I think Team Jordan ended up signing him. And that was, I mean, that's the, and the fanfare New Orleans gave him, oh, my God. Drew Brees gave him an honor, passed the torch to him and all that kind of stuff. You know, now you're going to be the guy in New Orleans. And lo and behold, the dude never wanted to be there. He wanted to go to New York with R.J. Barrett, and it's crazy because he wanted to be the. He don't. I think he reminds me, and I dare I say this, he reminds me of LeBron. He don't want to be the man. He want to go where other people are. Like he wanted to go to Duke. Duke had R.J. Barrett and Cam Reddish already there, and he want now he wants to go to the Knicks with R.J. Barrett again. You know, he wants to. He don't ever. He he wants to be. A man, you know, with a crew of guys, you know, he can't handle being the man. Yeah, he want to build his team around him, so he don't have to do much but take the credibility. Right, he got help. He want to have the best teams, like you know, like like twelve year olds playing a bunch of ten year olds. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, I guess we'll dip back into these playoffs. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got Philly against Toronto. That's gonna be a uh, weird. I don't know if it's gonna be good or not. Cause and and look, Toronto won the season series three games to one. And so I know it's the NBA regular season. Take what you will, but this is gonna be an interesting series in the in the fact that Toronto is another team that don't get a lot of publicity on television, but they're a solid basketball team. Very solid. And, very solid. And then Nick Nurse, the coach, he's still there for when they won the championship. So they still they got the system there. They got the players that they like right there. And the elephant in the room is which is James Harden gonna show up? Is he gonna show up? What do you think? Well, that's more like a pink elephant. Cause uh everybody can see James Harden ain't showing up. Right. He had and so far his, in his career. Yeah, it's his own reputation. And he's mm-hmm. he he falls into that same line we put Zion in, uh, same line we put other people in. He he cries and he does all this other stuff. The main reason he got out of Houston is because he said he had a hamstring injury. So this, this is mo. He, yeah, he does this everywhere he goes, but all of a sudden it's it's not a problem. But wherever yeah. he goes, when he doesn't want to play, all of a sudden his hamstring is hurting. Yeah, now. True. Let's compare that to Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons has a legitimate back injury, but all of a sudden he is the main problem in Philly. Now, they, they, they're not using the same thing that they're using for James. Now look at Philly. They're not doing what they did when he first got there. Right. Philly's but Daryl Moore is going to give him that money. Yeah, Daryl Moore. I don't know if Darryl, if he dating Daryl Moore's daughter. I don't know what it is between him and James Harden. Because now – they both left the Houston franchise in shambles, took all the pieces and money problems. But now they saying that get rid of Doc Rivers so they can bring Mike D'Antoni back. That'll be the, one of the worst mistakes in history. Mike D'Antoni had never won anything. And he never won. He never plays defense and he don't use big men. He likes small ball. 
Yep. So I don't know. First off, they never should have hired Doc Rivers anyway. I think he's a terrible coach. I'm gonna yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. That's just that's just my personal opinion. I don't think he's a I'm not gonna say a terrible coach. He's just not a good coach for every team. Mm-hmm. So I get it. Well, I think this series is it all depends on James Harden, on which James Harden shows up. Like I said I'm, in a previous episode, I was talking about how James Harden never was a superior athlete anyway, and now he's got older, and everybody know he loved to go left. Yep. So I don't know. He loved to go left, and he loved to flop. Right. And, and so everybody knows his MO. Hell, the NBA even changed the rule because of him. They still got the flopping call, right? Yes. and it, But the, what they do is on the defense now, you know, the last year how the offense would jump into the player on the threes and stuff? Yeah. So, they, so now, if the if they can clearly see that the defender is going straight up, and the offensive player is Trey Young and James Harden, that's what they change the rule for. And if they see them jumping into them, jump if it's not a normal jump, they call the foul on offensive player now this year. As they say, a point of emphasis. away with that a lot. Right, a point jo- of emphasis. Yeah, Joel and B getting away with that a lot because the fellas stay on the floor a lot. Yes, he does. A lot. That's a lot. Because if right. you look at him and James Harden, they go to the free throw line together mm-hmm. about 30 times a game. Yes. Yes, they do. But I still got Toronto in six. Uh, you know what? I Oh, man, I don't know, brother. I could uh, I could even say Toronto in seven because uh, Matias Tybal can't play in Toronto because he hasn't taken the cold shot. Oh, don't get me started on that. <laughs> no, he took the first one, didn't take the second one. But anyway, I don't want to get <laughs> That's great. That's great. Uh, so the next one I got is Denver against Golden State. Now check this out: Denver won the season series three to one. Now, granted, you know Golden State had so many people in and out their lineup, so I don't know, and I still don't know if we're gonna get a full strength Golden State. Um, Denver as all as well. Had, they hadn't had Gore. I mean, not Gordon. Uh, Murray, Jamal Murray, and the other. Porter, Kevin Porter, yeah. I think his name. They uh, hadn't Michael had him, Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr. They hadn't had him, had them, so uh, they in the same boat. But uh, but Steph Curry is not really cleared. He's cleared to practice, but Steve Kerr said he's not going to let him play if he don't scrimmage with the team. Draymond Green is back. Uh, Clay Thompson don't look bad. He's looking a lot better. His offense is there. He's still his lateral quickness on the defense. He's still a little uh, not as swift of foot as he was, but he, he's not expected to be. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't know how to call that one either. I mean, Denver beat them 3-1, but the playoffs is a different beast, and Steph Curry seems to show up. You got any ideas on that, thoughts? Well, if you look at Golden State, they're one of the only teams in the, the entire playoffs that's set up to win it because their original core mm-hmm. uh, has won the playoffs. Because right. people seem to forget that Steph, Draymond, and Clay won a championship before they got Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. and they they won it with uh, what's his name? Uh, and they won seventy three games that year too. Yeah, they won it with the uh, uh, old boy that played with the Kings. Now can't remember his name. Tall dude. Harrison Barnes. Yeah, Harrison Barnes. And Harrison Barnes went uh, four for thirty. In the last three games. So he wasn't playing right. or they would have went back to back. 
So people seem to forget. They keep saying, oh, no, they only won because of this. They won because of that. And they say, you know, they keep saying that, oh, they had to go get Kevin Durant to beat LeBron. They forget they had already beat LeBron without Kevin Durant. Exactly. With those three on the floor, they're undefeated in the finals when they're healthy. Mm-hmm. And they have and they have Andre Iguodago back. Yeah. Right. Also, that championship team, the rookie center was Kevon Looney. Mm. Now good. so you got experience. Yeah. Now they have an experienced team with some great pieces. Kuminga, uh Man, Moody, Gary Jordan Payton Jr. Yeah. And then Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole. Yeah. So I'm going with the Warriors because it's one of my secondary teams. Right. They won the championship in 75. I was born in 75. That's the reason. I'm sticking That's with That's what Rick Barry shooting them granny free throws. That's what that was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm, 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 if, if the Warriors healthy, you're stupid to pick against them. Yeah. Because Steph, Steph was a few points. From taking them to the champ to uh playoffs last year, but right. that was yeah, but they was playing in Lakers, so you know they wasn't gonna have that with LeBron. So right. But mm-hmm. I'm going with the Warriors. Because the, the Nuggets don't really have a lot to contend with a healthy Warriors team. Even with even if Steph don't play right. this first round, I still see the Warriors winning it. And we'll see. Because like you said, it's it's important. The playoff pressure is a whole different animal, man. Um, what do you think about Boston against Brooklyn? That's going to be a good series. Oh, uh, man, Boston that's... won the series three to one. They won it but, three to one, the season series. So, but they you know, did Brooklyn, win it three to one. Yeah, but Brooklyn's Brooklyn hot right now. Weird lineup. Yeah, Brooklyn's hot right now. Um, it's. I hate to say that one's hard to call, but it's hard to call because now you have Kyrie can play, KD can play. They're both on the floor. And then you still have Blake Griffin, who can play. Uh, we don't really know if Ben coming back. So as long as KD and Kyrie, Patty Mills, uh, Goran Dragic, as long as them fellas can play, mm-hmm. Brooklyn can beat Boston because Boston has actually struggled the last five games. Well, one of the things about Boston is I think their defense, is a lot is way better than what Cleveland had. You if you put Marcus Smart on Kyrie Irving, he's not I'm not gonna definitely not saying he's gonna shut him down, but he's gonna it's gonna be tougher. I think Kyrie Irving it hit his first nineteen shots last night. That's not gonna happen against Marcus no. Smart. He'll start filing him if nothing else. Marcus then, Smart is the Pat Bell of the Boston Celtics. Exactly. And Jason Tatum is the same height as uh, Durant. And so I think it's his time, man. I think Tatum's getting ready to rise to that next tier of superstar. So I don't know. I'm, I I think I, – I really think uh, Boston is going to win that series, but it's really too close to call, man. Uh, and the only reason why I say that is because of Brooklyn's defense. Even though Drummond helps anchor it down a little bit, I still think Boston just got enough firepower with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum to um, offset – what Kyrie and KD can do to him, but I don't know. We'll have to see. I can go with Boston in that series because they yeah. they're a little bit more healthier than than Brooklyn. Well, 
I agree with that. They they're well, really only missing uh what's his name? Grant Williams, their center. No, Robert Williams. The, Robert, Robert Williams. Williams. Yeah. yeah. Grant Williams. They, 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 they really only missing that Robert Williams guy. I right. think that's the only person they missing. And they saying he could come back in game six. He had a bad knee. So well, I don't know. Um, let's see. We got one more matchup, the most lopsided matchup, and the source <laughs> of my man crush, Milwaukee against Chicago. Chicago in seven. <laughs> hey, I am a Giannis Antetokounmpo fan. Chicago in seven. Yeah, right. <laughs> Milwaukee won the series, season series four to zero. I just think Milwaukee gets got too much firepower. Firepower being Giannis Antetokounmpo is that's all you need. I I think against this series, I think Chicago in seven. <laughs> you heard it here first, people. Bulls, Bulls fan all day long. Chicago at seven. <laughs> you heard it here first. That's, it's hot off the presses. Chicago hey, is going to upset the Milwaukee Bucks seven games. Hey, you, you, you'll be saying the same thing when the Spurs get it. You like Spurs in seven. Yeah, when after they win tonight handily against the New Orleans Pelicans, but going to do handle our business against. Um, the uh, who who's that lost last night? Minnesota. We gotta beat. We beat them. Then we gotta beat. No, no. No, Clips. y'all gotta beat the Clips. Because y'all gotta beat the Pelicans tonight. Then y'all gotta beat the Clips. And then, uh, hey, and if you beat that game, congratulations, you get the Phoenix Sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Never mind. Uh, it's gonna be a long week for me. I'm gonna be. It's gonna be rough for me because my dang Spurs are in trouble. No, but, but real listen. talk, I think uh, the the last two games that the Bulls and the Bucks played. Mm-hmm. We played them better because we was because we was a little bit more healthy. But now we're missing uh, Lonzo, uh, and without Lonzo, uh, we really don't stand a chance to even – we'll contend in the series, but we won't win the series. Right. It's possible yeah, we can win the series, but, I mean, because – I mean, hell, I we've seen how Giannis, how Giannis react when he get hurt in the finals. Hell, he goes go 50. Right, to the 50-piece. <laughs> yeah. And that's where I uh-huh. think the problem is. I think when Giannis go nuclear, y'all don't have anybody that uh, hold guard Giannis. I don't think, as far as size. Yeah. And then so. y'all got rid of y'all bulldog. Didn't Bobby Portis play in Chicago? Yeah, but he was he. You know, he was part of that Miratech, and they was uh, fighting and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he was yeah. also part of the previous leadership, the guard pack leadership. They messed yeah. up Chicago for the long run, and Fred Weiberg. Yeah, they, 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 he was hiring buddies and friends, and right. I'm in a Bulls community on Bleacher Report, and then folks always talking about get AD, get AD. I said for what? He stayed hurt. I said AD yeah, had a chance to from. come to Chicago, but he chose to go back to LA. I said, yeah, because he's from Chicago, it. right? Yeah, AD and they is. keep talking about bring him home. He want to come on. I said, why do you want somebody that don't come home and sit on the bench? Because right, he had he a chance to come. Games a year, uh-huh. if that, if that, if that. So, and then now they're looking at Candace Parker. I don't know if you watch the WNBA, but they're looking at Candace Parker because she came home when she was still healthy. Yeah, uh, and won that championship. Now they, yeah, now they're talking about, oh, now, you know, I'm going to go home win the championship for the city. Well, you should have did that when you left New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Come home when we lose, and then, then, you know, didn't that say something about your character? Right. LeBron James. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. So, all right. <laughs> well, I tell you what, man, we're going to uh, – like I always do, man. We we talked a little while, but I like I like taking a few. I take a thirty second break, 
and then we'll come back and we'll dig into the next topic. So. Yo, 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 when I got the urge to podcast, I didn't know where to turn. There were many platforms, but the easiest to use with more visibility than others was the Anchor app. It's simple, it's easy, and it's very user-friendly. I tell all my podcasters to use Anchor. If you have a desire but do not know how to get started, try Anchor. It will get you heard. Visit anchor.fm. That's anchor.fm. Get started today. It's free. Peace. All right. Well, welcome everybody. We're back um, again. I got a, a, fresh, a special guest host today, uh, Teddy Box. He's helping me. We're going through this episode talking about the NBA playoffs, and right about now, we're going to dig into this as much as we can. We don't know. Dig into this NBA MVP uh, and see what you guys uh, see. What he thinks. Get his opinions. I'll say who he who he who he's picking, who he likes, and we'll go from there. So, Teddy, why don't you take it, brother? What do you think? Give what you think about the MVP. I think the MVP is a uh, is a promotional thing about who they think should get it. Uh, it's a favoritism thing, and it's not who is actually doing the best for their team. Right. It's almost like um, NFL, you know, where they say, "What's the difference between what? What? How do you define value to a team?" You know, because if, like, I think we alluded to it, and I hate to kind of dip into my next segment, but if you think about something like Lamar Jackson, if you take Lamar Jackson off of the Ravens, they're nothing. So he should be able to win MVP every year, just about if you think about it. MVP, most valuable player. Yeah, but. You know, it's just, I don't know. Like you said, it seemed like a popularity contest. What I don't like about it is that they, um, the the media, an MVP, the mothership, I mean, MVP, excuse me, ESPN, the mothership, they kind of force feed, you know, lead you who who should get it, you know. And that's Plant what I don't seeds. like. You're right, right. Plant and so seeds. now the three leading uh, candidates, uh, Giannis, Antetokounmpo, I'm gonna say that every time I can. Joel Embiid <laughs> and Nikola Jokic, and Nikola Jokic, they really like him. You know, it, it, I don't get it because it's not fair. Because with the MVP, it seems like the goalposts keep moving. You know, it's like okay, he his team is good, but they in sixth place, so we want to reward that. We don't we don't want to reward that. But if you look at Jokic. They keep talking about he's the MVP, but his team is in sixth place. Joel Embiid team is in third place. How come he can't get it? He he Joel Embiid won the scoring title. 
I don't I don't know. I don't I don't what do you think. I don't get that, man. So with that, did he really win the scoring title because uh DeMar DeRozan had the most points? <sighs> Here goes Chicago stuff. But he it's true because because it, right. I was listening to Jay Williams and and he's like he don't really understand the scoring title because the most points should be the scoring title because the most points in the league is actually the scoring title. So they, they give they, out a they go an average. average because yeah. because how many games did DeMar DeRozan miss this year? Uh, because three. Uh, he missed more than three games. Uh. Well, he, yeah, he did miss early on with COVID. So let's say uh, I think Embiid missed six games, like eleven. So he may have missed eleven games, but that was early on in the season. But so, Giannis missed uh, about the same amount. Uh, Jokic missed early on in the season. So they've mm-hmm. all missed about that same amount of games because of COVID protocols. Right. So. So in your mind. You think that DeMar DeRozan is should be a candidate? He should be because of what he did. He, he you know, like we said, it's the most valuable person to the team. Mm-hmm. So if we're looking at the most valuable person to the team, then DeMar DeRozan is the most valuable person, and he's made a very impact on the Chicago Bulls. Just like Devin Booker is the most valuable person to the Suns. You don't because think it's Chris he, Paul? Uh, no, because Chris Paul was gone, and Devin Booker kept him winning. Because Devin Booker can play point guard and shooting guard. Chris Paul can really only play point guard. So if Chris Paul is gone, Devin Booker can play multiple positions. Well, unfortunately, for me, I think it's Joel Embiid. For some of the reasons that you named, I mean, I think when he's out, Philadelphia is a shell of itself. It don't look anything like the same team when he's there. Um, Hmm. And you see how we we're kind of it's like me and you're talking and we kind of stump, and I can see because it's hard to say. You know, I wish they had a definitive way to do it. Is it is it who played the most games, who scored the most points, who had the highest average, who had you know who had the best defensive stats across the board? I don't know how you how you can do it, man. I I really don't. And uh, you know what else they say? They say that uh, Jokic shouldn't get it because his team is ranked. Uh, Seventh, six. yeah, six. And but yeah. in the NBA, his team is ranked tenth. So I'm like, it's okay, that, right? Yeah, <laughs> tenth overall, like in the in the uh, win loss record. So I'm like, okay. Right. So uh, if his ranked team is ranked tenth, then Joel Embiid's team is ranked two higher than his. Then what makes that any different? If you're just looking at two more wins, when right. you got people like uh, Jason Tatum, who's actually had a bigger win percentage since after the All-Star break because we're looking over the whole year. If you're looking over the whole year, then Jason Tatum's team has pretty much had a big impact. They've lost, what, four games? No, six games. Six games. Yeah, Boston really had a great – Six games. Uh, They had a great second half of the season. Yeah, and, and, and then even after all those games that Chris Paul missed, I seen the new updated standards over the weekend. They had mm-hmm. Chris Paul as like number eight in the MVP. So I'm like, how is that possible? He missed all those games. So he should have been, he should have not been qualified for that. Wow. Even the NFL's standards is wrong because how can a lineman not get the NFL trophy? Because he is the main one that blocks for the quarterback. I'm sure the quarterback would vote for the lineman. 
Yeah, and then they, they say that the receiver can't get it because the quarterback has to throw for him. So I'm like, okay, but what about the lineman? Because the quarterback can't throw if the lineman don't block for him. Right. Because I was looking it up, and the last time someone besides the quarterback won it, or the last time a tight end won it was, I think, 25 years ago. It was the last time a tight end won it. Just the mm-hmm. tight end. Other it, it Since then, it's been – I think quarterback and one receiver. Wow. I think that's what it's been the whole time. Maybe a running back or two and now. And not really any defensive people. They've pretty much just made it a quarterback quarterback trophy. Mm-hmm. Wow. I think baseball may be the only one that's fair. <laughs> so guess guess what we solved? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the L and B. You think Demar Demar Derozan, and somebody in New Orleans probably think Brandon Ingram. Somebody in Toronto probably think Fred Van Vliet. You know, it's just that's just how it is. Yeah. If you in Utah, you think it's Spider Mitchell. If you in Atlanta, you think it's Trey Young. So, I guess this is always to be continued, and it's up to the the sports writers. That's who get the the votes, and so I guess it'll be up to them. No, you know what we solved? We solved that from from starting today, we can give out the frankly speaking most valuable player award for NBA, NFL, whenever we want to do it. So starting today, it can be an annual thing every year or every season. We just give out an award to the and. Yeah, that's that's what we'll do. The frankly, so we're going to start the frankly most speaking <laughs> most valuable uh, player award. Right, we're not. We don't have to wait until the NBA finals to give out the award. We can, mm-hmm. The season and then the NBA finals, the NBA playoffs. So we can give out our own award. Right, because that's how the that's how it started anyway. They just got mm-hmm. together and just started doing and giving out their award. So, yeah, it's crazy. Well. You heard it here we, first, first. You heard yeah. it here first, folks. You heard yeah, it here, folks. Did. Here we go. You're right. So we're gonna give an annual award. All right. Well, we're gonna let's wrap it up. Take another thirty second break, and we're gonna do our last segment. We're gonna talk about Lamar Jackson's contract breakdown. We'll see you in thirty seconds. That he don't have a agent. That's I don't I don't get that. They say his mom is his agent, and he just get advice. And I I I think uh, and 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 Teddy, I'm gonna let you jump in here. I think that when you're going into business with these sharks, these these owners and lawyers, at the end of the day, they don't care about you. They don't care about whatever you're doing. If you got to bring produce on the field. And as soon as you start asking for money, they quick to point out what you hadn't done or how many games you missed. And you need somebody in there that's going to stand toe-to-toe with these guys. And if you're trying to save money or you bringing a family member involved in that, I just think that's a bad recipe. Uh, Did you got any thoughts on that? It works in your favor and it works against you. It's because it's uh, when I was overseas, pretty much my mom was – accountant everything i needed to be so it it works for you and it works against you sometimes Mm -hmm. but and 
the reason I say it works against you because she can go in the book room like, no, my son deserves more. She deserves, he deserves this, he deserves that. But if it's my son, then I'm going in there. I'm like, okay, so do you want him to do that? Then let's get some incentives. If you want him to uh, say he don't get enough touchdowns, then let's get a $2 million incentive in case he gets 40 touchdowns instead of he throw 35. Then he gets $2 million if he throws uh, 40. So if he right. if he all of a sudden throws 5,000 yards, then let's get $2 million in case he does get that 5,000 uh, 5, yards. Kind of the same like uh, uh, Drew Holiday when they just let him play that eight seconds of the day so he can get that extra bonus incentive. Right. That's what I'm right. getting for whoever I'm representing. I'm going in and I'm I'm being that shark. Because mm-hmm. there are, are and, a lot of she may momagers. Be a shark. We may yeah. be a shark. I don't know. But it's just, but, I think it's almost like you said earlier about going there and knowing your business. And it's almost like real estate or if you're selling cars, whatever you're selling, you have to know the comp, meaning... He needs to know exactly what Mahomes is getting. He needs to know exactly what Justin Herbert is getting. He needs to know what's happening. She, or she needs to know what's happening around. You feel the pulse of the league. Because right now, really and truly, the pulse of the league is Deshaun Watson's $230 million fully guaranteed. And oh, that yeah. goes back to the discussion we talked about, about most valuable player. If Lamar Jackson is not worth $230 million to the Ravens, somebody will pay him. But yep. does she know to be that shrewd about it? You know, that's that's the starting point right there. If I if I if I'm Lamar Jackson agent, because you can't tell me. Go ahead. You, you can't tell me Seattle wouldn't trade to get Lamar Jackson. Oh man, yeah. And who's been more important to Seattle? I mean, to Baltimore. It, they tailor their whole offense to him. He's the whole off. If he's not there, their offense is nothing. Yep. So that's true. I mean, it's crazy. But he's he's in the last year. He's in the fifth year of, out of his rookie deal, right? Um, his his base salary this this year alone. See, and I'm gonna tell you what's tricking about this. So this is his fifth year. His first year, he was only getting four hundred eighty thousand, and I'm reading base salary. His next year, he got nine hundred ten thousand. Twenty twenty, his third year, he got one point three million. Twenty twenty one, he got one point seven. And now in 2022, this is what I'm saying is tricky. His base salary is 23 million. Sounds like a lot, but for a quarterback, that puts him in the top 20, and that's it. Um, he get he getting jump change. Com- right and right, and so say look at Dak Prescott. He getting he gonna get 40 million this year, one year. Aaron Rodgers getting 50. So I mean, he's getting 23. But it's the final year of his deal. After this year, he's an unrestricted free agent. And my, and my problem with Baltimore, even though they're they're doing a good deal, they like they like him right now. But the problem is now that it's contract time, it's other players around the league. They got their contract a year early. How come he couldn't get his a year early? You right. That's Plus, what ha- he's been in the playoffs and he's won games in the playoffs. Exactly. That's Dak had won a game. That where Baker Dax Mayfield, won one game. Right? Baker yeah. Mayfield. Never got his, his contract extension. That's when everybody knew. Oh, they must don't want him. You know, that's what that's what started the process. Oh, he ain't got his extension. They don't want him. Well, don't get me started on Baker Mayfield. Yeah, we're not gonna do that. We don't. We're not gonna dig into that. <laughs> but I just I don't know who's that. I mean, it's okay to have your mom as your agent or is your advisor when you trying to pick a college to go to. 
But I mean, you now you're talking about uh seven zeros and eight zeros. That's a different ball game, man. These this is generational changing stuff that's happening. And you want to make sure you capitalize as much as you can because he's been blessed and hadn't had that catastrophic injury. But look at RG3. I mean, you live, but look at what he could have been, you know. Yep. Uh, Dak almost had an injury and didn't have a contract, you know. Jerry did the good faith thing and went in and signed him, but nobody knew if Dak was going to come back. Cause You're right, because it could have went the different way. Right. He didn't have it. Remember, his leg was broke. And now it's like, well, we don't even know if you're going to play again. Your foot is on backwards, you know. On top of that ankle being damaged. Right. So he had like a compact injury. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And I'm using Lamar Jackson as a baseline here because we – and my only point is the fact that he does not have an agent. I just don't know if that's smart business in the, in this world, in this business world, when you go in there with those sharks, you know. You can't be a minnow going after them sharks. You got to fight fire with fire because they're going to have a number, you know. But, you know, if you think about it, he's the only quarterback that hadn't got paid. That's right. That's and All that's, the rest of them has gotten paid. That's ludicrous, though. That's what I'm saying. The ones that hadn't got paid, that means the team don't want them. You know, like a Daniel Jones for the Giants. They better not pay him. You know, what does he do? So, yep, so. you saw Derek Carr got his new contract today. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. So. Everybody's like you said. Everybody's getting paid. That's due. So Derek Carr is due. Lamar Jackson. You know Justin Herbert. This is just his third year, so he's not due yet. The guys yeah. for the Jet last year, Zach Wilson. He's not everybody, due yet. Everybody in that awesome AFC. What is it? The West. Is yes, that the West. What the Denver Broncos three-time Super Bowl champ. Where they reside. Yeah. The what the awesome Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Who we hadn't beat in eleven damn times. Don't bring that up. We hadn't beat the Chiefs in eleven times, man. That's sad. <laughs> Oh, 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 unlike everybody else, I think I think the Denver Broncos gonna make the playoffs this year. Because we'll because I, I like Russ. Russ is a good quarterback that don't get the respect he deserves. Well, I was excited when they got Teddy Two Gloves, but he he disappointed too. <laughs> what you call him? Teddy Two Gloves. <laughs> Only two gloves. Run out with two gloves two, on. Two gloves, one foot. <laughs> yeah, he was man. He, he missed, uh, what they call him, Captain Checkdown. He was he didn't go fast over ten yards. That's Captain Checkdown. We got all them damn receivers, and he couldn't even push. Why you bring up the AFC West? That's a whole nother. Don't bring that up. <laughs> anyway, guys, um, Teddy, uh, we gonna wrap it up. But I'm gonna give you a little time to talk about things that you're involved with, uh, your own show, anything you want, uh, just whatever you'd like to talk about. The floor is yours, brother. Hey, uh, I appreciate you having me on, frankly speaking. Uh, I love the show. listen to it every week. Uh, my show is a podcast called Hell I Don't Know. Uh, on my podcast, I talk about hell I don't know. I just talk about whatever comes to my mind. Uh, and uh, I like to give uh, people that don't get a chance an opportunity so I interview a lot of people, give them the time to shine, kind of like uh, T-Hart's doing right now. And I give them the same opportunity to publish and process and promote whatever they got going on. Uh, I usually drop one or two episodes a week. Sometimes I skip a week. But uh, you can follow me on any type of program. You see me at Teddy Box. You can also follow a bunch of hashtags. I got I got a bunch of motivational quotes out called Teddyisms. Uh so if you need any type of motivation, put that hashtag in Teddyisms uh and help you out on Facebook, Teddyism.llc is the page. 
uh, other than that, um, I don't really have nothing, but I do have something for Mr. Hart here. Yes, sir. Um, I know you like quotes, and I brought one for you today. Okay. I brought one for you today. If you want to be water, then be water, while also at times being the ripple or the wave in the water, because that will affect the ocean beyond our lives. That's your uh, quote. I like that. That's I like a tedism. That. I like that. <laughs> tedism. I like that. Be the ripple because it affects the ocean. I get it, man. Because the ocean don't move without the ripples, right? You're right. I get it. I get it. Well, uh, I enjoyed you and appreciate everything you're doing. I'll talk to you later, my brother. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. All right, guys. Have a good guys definitely had a blast doing the show today i want to thank my co-host friend teddy box for joining me he already gave you a quote i can't wait to see you guys next week let's see how this nba playoff first round shakes out we'll be getting ready for the nfl draft and whatever else exciting going on in the world of sports i'll talk to you later peace